We're back at it again. Hello, everybody. There it is with the British accent. Wasn't British. Hello, everybody. That was that was even worse. <laughs> yeah, I'm yes. not very good at the British accent. I know, like, that's the accent you use when you want to sound proper, or you want to sound like, you know, a little bit more. But, anyways, we're gonna stop it with the accents. And today we've had this before, but it was just the quickest thing I can grab. Easy um, little thing. IPA. Like I'm telling Nevada. you, I know I talked about it last week. I love when they bring out like those cool little names associated with some sort of pop culture kind of thing. You know, we were talking about earlier that uh, as soon as it hopefully the summer passes, I'll start bringing out some of the stuff that I've had been aging for almost five years now, if not five years. So I was drinking craft beer before it was cool. All right. Get that straight. I don't even go to breweries anymore because it's not the cool thing to do. But anyway, so what do we have today, man? Talk to me. Uh, well, we're gonna talk about a chapo, Guzman. He's Shorty? been in the yeah, he's been, he's been <laughs> in the uh, news lately. A lot lately. They finally, huh? uh, sentenced him, and then they added it some more, some more time. Was it life and then thirty years, or thirty years and life and then life? Uh, I'm not too sure, but I know he definitely got life the first time. I don't know about the second one that you're talking about. Yeah. So you guys can probably so look was, it up. This is like right. an extra thirty years or something like that. They're really making a fucking point there, huh? <laughs> and then uh, Vice was saying how uh, his, now his sons, like, they are probably in danger. And El Chapitos? The, chapi the shorties. The little shorties are definitely in danger, which I know I have a smile on my face. This is definitely not something that, you know, we're, we're uh, you know, Pope making fun, you know, making fun of or anything like that. Because there is a life that's, lives that are in, are in danger now, but... I mean, they put plenty of lives in danger, so well, the good who knows? thing is that now that he's in jail, like, you know, everything's fine now. Like, there's no more violence. There's no more uh, drugs. We're good. Actually, the drug consumption has dropped 50% ever since El Chapo's been in, in, uh, in, in, in jail. And if you know anything about this, you know I'm fucking lying. Because it's business as usual for the drug cartels. <laughs> so, uh... Who's been win winning the uh, drug on violence? So we want to congratulate drugs for winning the war on drugs. Because <laughs> they've definitely been winning. <laughs> they have, dude. Since the 70s, when Nixon and his, you know, it was 70s, 80s, uh, Reagan and his campaign, Nancy Reagan, we all know, we, we love her. She took... Uh, don't do drugs, kids. Do not do drugs, the whole D.A.R.E. program. Um, Remember you used to wear those shirts? Did you ever wear them? Oh, they never gave me one. I oh. wanted one. <laughs> Because I feel like the cool kids were the dare drugs. The I, cool kids? Like, kind of I thought like I was it. like the nerds. Oh, maybe whoever showed up to their little seminars or whoever listened to him sp uh, speak. But um, no, they were kind of like the shirts. Nah, I know what you're talking about. I know I you think more. I, I, think I, think I had one. You, you're, you know, you're, I know you're a little older than me. But I think you had, it was more of your kind of age group more thing. I don't know. I, uh, I just remember that that was a thing yeah. back then. So yeah, why are dude, drugs even illegal, you know? Uh, there shouldn't be drugs on the street anymore, right? El Chapo's gone, right? Like, what? What's going on, man? I don't know if you guys see. There's, there's a, a document. I mean, obviously, there's so many documentaries on the topic, but there's a good one I saw on Netflix that really talks about and goes into the history of, especially marijuana. You know, and it talks about just how uh, a lot of it is primarily racial why you know why it became eventually illegal 
Uh, also, you know, Nixon, when you talk about Nixon, it also happened. Reagan, I believe it's Reagan. No, Nixon is the one that, like, during his administration, definitely Reagan later on, okay. they, they really pushed it. You know, that's why we see him on Narcos, you know, like the Narcos series. Yeah. We see him a lot. But uh, Nixon was the one, like, during the, the civil rights movement, he was really trying to push it because he wanted to crack down on, on the civil rights movement, like all those folks. So, you know, obviously they were doing stuff too. And back in the 60s, you know, psychedelics was, was a big thing too. Which I definitely don't understand why that one's illegal, but... That, you know, we'll do an episode on that just yeah, because we'll, that in itself is a completely different uh, animal. That in itself deserves the respect of a, a full episode on its own. But yeah, like you were saying, um, you know, uh, carry on. Sorry I interrupted. No, but yeah, dude, I mean, like George Washington grew hemp. We already know that, right? That was his crop. That was a, one of the crops he grew. Hemp. Right. Hemp. It was also on the $10 bill at some point. I think it was like 1900s. Yeah. You see hemp like fields on the $10 bill, like on the back of yeah. the $10 bill. You know, so uh, clearly there was a point where hemp was fine. Like it was actually promoted. I think the British also encouraged it because it allowed uh, like going back. Ma they, it was sent back. Like you were saying, many on, on those uh, ships going back and forth from, uh, you know, from Europe to the United States, a lot of those roads they used to hanker were actually hemp. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They were I, mean, I don't know too many details, but yeah, I remember hearing something like that. But yeah, dude, I mean, uh, again, going back, you slowly start to see where, you know, things start to turn and then things start to, uh, you know, all this propaganda against it starts to come in. So you're wearing the shirt. Yeah, yeah, propaganda. And by the way, in case anybody uh, is wondering, <laughs> yes, my, my shirt does say. Cocaine is totally different than steroids. It is. Well, of course. So don't get it twisted. Speaking so. of cocaine, Colombia, I just heard recently, Colombia. Which this is an amazing thing. The production of co cocaine in yeah. Colombia has actually been increasing recently. You know, you would imagine that after, after uh, the dismantling these, of the cartels right, or whatever, you like know. it has, it would slow down, but it actually has been increasing, and that's a recent thing. I've heard it. I think I heard it like a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, maybe. But yeah, it's yeah, so uh, this whole uh, war on drugs is a bunch of bullshit. Yes, we know. It's a bunch of propaganda. It's a bunch of you know just nonsense. That... I, know, I know, like you mentioned, uh, how it kind of is tied to racial stuff. Uh, before that, you know, they, 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 they didn't even know. They didn't even really know what this was, but they, they understood that uh, the blacks and the Mexicans were, were doing it. And because of this drug, they were raping women or they were acting crazy. So the stigmatism, even to this day, surprisingly enough, some people still have those ludicrous ideas about marijuana, which is probably the, one of the, most, the least harmful things out there and, and you know we can get into that later but yeah supposedly that these people the blacks the mexicans marijuana marijuana come on guys get the hint so you know it's it's definitely that misconception about it and like you were saying but a lot of this again th this misconception is due to the propaganda yeah. from the government primarily and other people like you know uh, hearst you know we all know about the hearst castle up in california and everyone's, you know... Uh, if you've ever been to Disneyland, shame on you. 
And if you've ever been to Disneyland and be like, oh my God, that's the Hearst Castle, you have. Shame on you. And I have. <laughs> so, yeah, shame on me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so everybody's ever gone and you guys have taken Soarin' Over California, what that was before. Um, oh, the Hearst Castle. Oh my God. You see all the little girls. The Hearst Castle. And you see all your girlfriends and mothers and stuff. The Hearst Castle. Like it's such a royalty thing. Wake up, guys. Hearst. Hers was a was a piece of shit. So, I, and that's me pol politely putting it. So, definitely. You know the Citizen Kane, you know the movie Citizen Kane, supposed to be one of the like the top films of all time. I forget by whom, but anyway, it was loosely based on on uh, Hearst, and I think he even tried to like um, prevent it from from uh, even coming out. Coming out, yeah. wow. Obviously, he didn't, he, had he didn't work. Yeah. So definitely, so you were saying uh, Hearst and who, who are other people there? So Hearst, yeah, he was, he was a you know businessman, whatever. Like he, but the thing is, he, he had a um, uh, cotton. Cotton, yeah, he was in the cotton industry, a paper industry, I think, too, in the paper mill industry. So hemp was used as an alternative for paper, you know, and you know, I guess cotton materials too, like certain cotton products, but. Uh, yeah, like it was going to affect them financially. So he started promoting all this propaganda against the hemp. You know, eventually it passed and along with not, not, it wasn't just him, obviously. It was like several other entities, but uh, he was one of the ones, you know, that stands out. Then there was that other dude, Esslinger. Uh, he worked for the government. He also, I think he worked for the, uh, the like a drug department in the government. And the thing too, like they were potentially going to shut down his department so again he's he started promoting the fact that you know marijuana was the devil you know so again all of this stuff when you really go back and and look into it it has nothing to do with what people or the perception of of all these drugs it's all this propaganda that has arised due to racism due to money due to greed or whatever it is but not you know, like the facts, because the thing else is also that scientists at the time, back in the 50s, 40s, I forget what decade, but back in the time, they were actually showing that marijuana had benefits. This is but then they even made it illegal yeah. to make to do research on the damn uh, drug. You know, just like psychedelics, same thing. They they made it illegal to do research. Scientists like you can't even do research on those uh, drugs. Again, it's all has, it all has to this do with is, money. This is a lot of uh, Western uh, ideology on this kind of stuff. And I hope maybe in the future we'll get into kind of like different societies and how they see uh, drugs. But uh, getting back to this, I know like, I know kind of uh, in the 50s and 60s, now we're talking about um, the even the prohibition period time. Uh, I know, you know, Al Capone. Al Capone was, you know, notoriously known as, you know, but what was he doing? He was really just selling alcohol. Um, next to tobacco, I know that alcohol is the most deadliest drug, right? Well, it's very, there's a lot of, yeah, it does a lot of harm. It does very much a lot of harm. And now I know there's research that uh, it shows that that's what younger, we're drinking it. that's why we're drinking it, but younger and younger people, are actually coming with early sense of cirrhosis. What is it? Cirrhosis. Cirrhosis. So you know that's a disease of the liver due to excess of uh, alcohol. So now you know, like Al Capone and stuff like that. You know the gangsters and the mugsters. Um, when prohibition was, yeah, they were they were doing great, and they actually didn't even put them in jail for 
you know, selling drugs, they put them in jail for tax evasion. Right? <laughs> Which so, is kind of like what, uh, you know, like, they can't find a, a like a direct. They're going to get them for something. Find yeah. something else. But the thing is that if you made something illegal, there's always going to be some underground, you know, crazy. Like if you made teddy bears illegal, dude. There's a black market. There's going to be a lord of teddy bears out there, you know, like killing all kinds of people just to get teddy bears to little kids. If there's a black market for human organs, I'm more than convinced it's probably a black market for there almost. Oh. Yeah, there oh. is. That uh, then there's more than likely that there's probably a black market for anything that's been illegal. So keep an eye on that, guys. So yeah, I mean, like just a whole. Uh, the thing that I have an issue is with just people I know. That sometimes I'm trying to like just talk about that sort of you know the topic, and they, again, they always they also have that stigma that they continue to repeat over and over without really analyzing the facts, without really analyzing or understanding uh, what's behind it. So uh, what's behind it is the racist government, the racist, you know, uh, and greedy businessmen who are And, are and, and again, it. so these are, these are, this is legislate, legislate, well, I don't know why I'm stumbling, but legislate, legislate, come on, oh, it's not our first year. No, it's not our first Legislative? year. It's legislature, legislature that has been around for decades, and we haven't even questioned it. Right. So stuff that's so that was implemented so far back that we haven't even questioned it now. It, it's think, just kind of like it is what it is. But I think it's it's the fact that it's been so long that people just they just continue to repeat the, that well, stigma. Like yeah. I mentioned earlier, people have you know, especially with marijuana, people have these uh, these. Uh, Outlook on it, like, oh, it's gonna make you this or it's gonna make you that. So It'll make you rape women. Yeah, make you white women. Uh, oh my god! Specifically, white women. Okay, what did what did uh, Mr. Pompeo say? Uh, he says something. Any like any socially acceptable person does not smoke marijuana or was some it, bullshit. Like, or it, I think it, it was oh, sessions. You're right. That wanna, piece of shit. Yeah. Sessions. Um, so he is a public guy, so I can critique him like this, and I can call him whatever I want as long as I'm not threatening him. So don't come after me. You but know, he is a piece of shit. Attorney General, um, yes. Trump's administration, but correct. Fire, Trump fired him. Good recently for for, for something else. Yes, but anyways, uh, but yeah, think about it. There's people that still have that stigma of 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 something that they don't even know of. So, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, but you know, going with drugs. I know you had a point, and and uh, your point was pretty much with. I think. We should legalize yeah. all these drugs. I was gonna let you say that. I wanted, I wanted to. <laughs> Along with that. prostitution, because prostitution, same thing, falls in the same uh, kind of well, idea for different reasons. But yeah. I also agree. I mean, this is the thing. I, I kind of believe this for many years already, uh, because that's sort of like the libertarian of me, kind of like uh, that believes that that if if you're gonna, you know, you can do whatever the hell you want to your body as long as you're not hurting anyone else. Yeah. Um, and I still believe that the thing is that there's actually more research, or you know, research that actually proves, even though it sounds counterintuitive, that it's actually a positive thing. And uh, there's this uh, journalist, Johan Hari. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast. He's also had some TED talks, uh, and he talks about he he actually talks about this point about addiction and all that, right? But his point is that, or his his um, his research to back it up is Switzerland and Portugal, because both of these countries have legalized uh, 
all of these drugs and the outcome has actually been positive for society. You know, one of the things that these two countries have done is that, yeah, they legalized it, but at the same time, they also uh, created a program to allow these people who were addicted to ha to get help, both finding jobs, both, in, you know, like trying to uh, get out of that addiction. But the thing is that they allowed these people to take as much of whatever the hell they were in. And, you know, and heroin, well, I think, like, he, he specifically talks about heroin. It's more heroin, yeah. Um, and I, I think we'll, we'll uh, for those probably questioning, well, we saw that rat thing where if you give, you know, we have, you know, there's an addiction in heroin when, you know, the heroin water that the rat was drinking and he goes into that and he shows, well, if that's all you're going to give the rat, of course he's going to choose that every single time. If that's the only thing that's going but, yeah, on. And it's not necessarily scene, that, but the thing is no, that but, they're but, confined, right? And they're confined. So, but leading to this is the reason why they decided to give them that is because now you're not getting this watered down version of what heroin really is. You're getting the purest form of heroin. So now you, go ahead, have as much as you want. And it's not this crappy stuff. And now people can come and actually get it. Then they started realizing that it was far more than just addiction to a drug. Because if anyone's ever gone to the hospital or had surgery, you've had heroin, surprise. They've morphine, yeah, it's pretty hell of a drug, right? So yes, you've had this, and that's good stuff. Anybody, like I said, and I know Buddy who just uh, has surgery on his arm, and he said that they gave him a shot right before he went under. He said he felt the best he's ever felt in his life, <laughs> just going under. So it's the purest stuff, and I think like you know back in uh, Switzerland, right, is when they were giving him the purest stuff. So yeah, un under being modern and everything, you had your fix, they would leave and stuff. So they started realizing with research that it was far beyond just the actual physical need or of this in my body. That's what people generally associate us, uh, addiction with, right? Is I need this substance in my body. And it, it goes into, I really encourage you guys to go see that episode. Um, he goes into it and it's far... Right, Johan Hari, J-O-H-A-N-N. Hari, H-A-R-R-H-A-R-I-Y. Yeah. But yeah, but, but uh, yeah, and uh, in addition to that, you know, like, yeah, he, he talks about that. And he also mentions how it's uh, what people need or why people actually fall into that is because they're lacking like certain connections with, with, uh, pe with other people. Uh, it, and you can actually kind of tell, you know, because like, you know, like when you go, when you have a, a long week, you've been working all week, you've, uh, you're stressed out because your boss was bitching at you or whatever, like, you really crave a beer, like at the end of the day, because you're like, I just need a beer to relax, I just need to get out, you know, like just escape forget for about second, it, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's an escape, so in that sense, it, it makes complete sense what he's talking about, because a lot of these people who fall into this addiction is because they're lacking something because you know like all like the world's almost against them or at least they feel like that and you you need to find an escape and some of these addicts that's what their escape is right so it again it completely makes sense and you know we always are very easy to criticize yeah, addicts jump on it, yeah. we we like ah this this he's weak you know yeah he's yeah he, piece of shit like you know just forget about you really him. don't know what's really going on in his mind and how he's perceiving things and Maybe there's really nothing, you know, he really does feel like he's in that hole. And 
that's what he can resort to. So a lot of the, like he was saying, a lot of the research that they've they've uh, come up on has been dealt with people that just don't really have too much going on, and they resort back to that substance, right? Um, actually, I, I don't know the percentage, but a large percentage of the people that have actually quote unquote checked themselves in or have seek those programs given I don't know if they were funded by the government or I, you, again look it up um, a majority of those people have definitely stopped using drugs in these countries yeah I think he says like 50 percent or up to um, 50%. I don't know I don't I don't want to say anything but check it out but I know it's a pretty surprising number you're like what the fuck really but again it's yeah. counterintuitive you know it almost sounds counterintuitive to legalize all this shit but when you actually look at the research he's done, it makes complete sense. Well, you ch well also, he did mention in places where they've legalized things, crime has gone down. Well, there's that too. And I mean, he does talk about how like, some of these funds that were dedicated to crime busting and all that. Uh, if Once you legalize it, yeah, definitely uh, focus that, those funds on trying to help these, these addicts. And yeah, definitely for sure. You know, it definitely helps. But, uh, you know, like going back to all the shit going on in Mexico, you know, like we know all the shit that's going on in Mexico. Somebody else We've heard some crazy ass stories and nothing's going to change because this, you know, you're going after these drug lords. It doesn't really do anything. It just now creates a, a void and then like cre it probably creates more violence now, because now they're. I, I know. I know now, like you were mentioning, I know the whole Sinaloa cartel has kind of dismantled a little bit. There's a couple of. I'm not going to say names, but you guys know who I'm talking about that is an operative or actually is, you know, a compadre. That's what we say in Spanish. Like, you know, a kind of by religion family member of El Chapo who's actually running still things, but he's struggling to kind of hold power. Um, there's a new cartel called the Nueva Generación, the New Generation Cartel, which, you know, it's never going to stop. Um, I don't know too much about this. I don't want to dive into it. I don't care. But what I what we are saying is when a power does go down, such like El Chapo or somebody like that who had control, there's somebody waiting to take control of it. And it's going to happen. And it's and happened just like Pablo Escobar. Co cocaine pr production has not stopped like you just mentioned earlier. It's, going it's actually going up. So maybe... And then that's too. And I, we, we've all heard about all the yeah. shit going on. And the thing is that... It's affected It probably even doesn't us. affect... Most people here in America, because most people don't have family in Mexico, uh, we actually have a cousin who started doing drugs at some point. I'm not sure what types of drugs he was doing. I don't, I don't know if it was just... Yeah, you know, I don't know about that either. Yeah, I don't, I don't I know, know if it was, was just sweet or he was doing you know uh, some harder stuff. But uh, at some point last year, right? was it last year? I believe so. He just went missing. He went missing. He Was, was he your age or He younger? was a year older than me. Yeah, and I, I remember, I mean, like, it had been years that I hadn't talked to him. I remember from when we were kids, I was, you know, like, in my early teens. Um, yeah. And he was a few years younger. Uh, I remember the kid, you know, like, we hung out. We hung out with the family, and we, you know, he was a cool kid. Back then, obviously, you know, he became People an adult. Up, uh, yeah, so, uh, but then, you know, he, he started, uh, he became an addict of some sort. At least that's what, you know, my parents tell me. And then... Uh, he went missing last year, so no one kind of like had no idea what was going on, like where he, what happened mm -hmm. to him or anything. He had a kid, and uh, I think he had a wife too. I, I don't know if he was married or not. But uh, then, you know, one day, my cousin, his sister, or the or my uncle—I don't know if it was my uncle or my cousin—who got a call 
uh, it was a different state. They called them up and they're like, you know, you need to come over and identify, identify the body. Yeah. And uh, so my cousin goes, you know, my cousin's a few years older than I am. Um, she, you know, she's married with a family and all. So she goes to this other state in Mexico to identify this body to see if it was him. And the thing is that she has PTSD now because she saw her dead the body. Brother. And it, it wasn't just a dead body. Decomposed. It was, yeah. I don't know, if, I think he was decapitated, but he was like Jeez. somehow, you know, like what you would expect what wow. from a cartel would do, right? And wow. again, I don't know all the details, but again, you know, uh, she has PTSD now. You know, she's she she's like struggling to just you know uh, have a normal life, going back just because of what she saw. So it had to be like some horrifying, you know, image that still haunts her. You know, her her brother, right? Her brother, her little brother. He was the youngest one in the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's definitely crazy, dude, to kind of like imagine that. You know, and and this guy, he wasn't. I well, I don't really know. I can't say what he was doing. But, yeah, no, uh, yeah, he was a user really for know. sure. You know, I don't know to what extent he was, you know, dealing drugs, but for sure, man, like he, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what happened. You know, so it's it's definitely, you know, it finally kind of hit our family. Uh, again, I didn't know the guy, so I'm not gonna, you know, like pretend see, like yeah, you know, yeah. we're but, we're, but, we're you that know. close. But it's still kind of painful to see like other family members, yeah. you know, suffer because like my cousin, I did see her a few years back when she came over here and visit. You know, so I, I can only imagine, like, I, I know, how, what she's going yeah, through. Yeah, well, this is the thing. That is, like, you know, that is our parents, you know, sibling. And, you know, they they don't want that to happen. But, um, you know, is, uh, is that kind of, I know it's got a little somber, but we, we're going <laughs> to, you know. I, squirrel. What? Squirrel. Yeah, squirrel. So you can distract yourself. <laughs> yeah, squirrel, right? So, anyways, but. You know, I'm just going to say this for anyone out there who really is having a hard time just kind of dealing through life and does have some sort of addiction. Uh, just remember that every day you wake up is uh, one day closer you are to solving an issue and hopefully one day closer you are to correcting a wrong. So um, there's definitely a pot, you know, there's a positive outlook out there for you guys and whatever it is. I hope you guys address it. Um, really take a hard look at yourself and, and see why you're even there. Um, things could be a lot simpler. Things can be a lot harder. Only you decide. But definitely, um, when it comes to this kind of stuff, I, I, you guys need to seek help or anything. If this message by any chance gets to anybody and you guys are suffering, hopefully it's for the good. Well, there's that. But at the same time, I also want to add that we need to just to need legalize it and get over our, our bullshit of you know like uh, judeo-christian beliefs and all that because none of most people don't even give a shit about that anymore you know so like let's just legalize all this stuff and yeah. you know if you want to kill yourself by doing that go right ahead batter go up. ahead you know find help if you can you know but at the same time like i'm like just from looking at all this research that's been done i'm convinced that it would actually be a benefit to society yeah. not here not only here but in Mexico as well, yeah. And I guess we we have a little, uh, you know, like we're a little bit more attached to that because, you know, we are Mexican. Yeah, but, yeah. So but, there, uh, there we can't we can't throw that weight around. We're Mexican. But the thing is that you know, like <laughs> you would expect yeah. damn leaders who run the country here and over there to be a little bit smarter and to educate themselves about right. all this shit, but they don't, and that's unfortunate. So like we need to just change all these idiots, you know, who don't know what the hell they're doing. 
and uh, they probably will bring this YouTube channel down because we're saying that, right? Yeah, no, uh, they won't, but I hope not. If they do, then you're doing a horrible job out there, CEO of uh, Twitter. You are. I like. I kind of like Jack Dorsey. Huh? He's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's too, I don't hold back. He's too I, liberal. Yeah, yeah, listen, I don't hold back. Um, but yeah, let's just legalize the drugs. Let's get all get along. Listen to a little bit of John Lennon, and you know. Just have a good time, man. Like, listen, it's not that serious. It's really not that serious. And do a little bit of more research. I hope, hopefully we'll do a little bit more going on on this because I know I like this topic. But uh, if you guys have any questions, let us know. Is there anything else or, you want to uh, add on? Drop some comments. Oh, yeah, actually drop comments on and, this. Uh, yeah, just don't do drugs. And if you do, invite us. Yeah. <laughs> Bring them, especially the psychedelics. Especially psychedelics. <laughs> so <laughs> on that note till next time thank you very much